0: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon.
1: And your girl, Liz.
0: And this is the Ain't That Something Podcast. A A tripod tripod production. Welcome back, everybody. This is another uh, episode of Ain't That Something with Liz and Brandon. Today we're trying something a little bit different, and we're doing it in a remote situation. We're both coming up on a. We're both doing it via Zoom. Usually we do it at my apartment or her place, but the situation didn't work out that way today. So if the audio comes up a little funky. It's because it's being done through Zoom. Uh, so Liz, what's going on?
1: It's been quite a time in the life of Corona for both of us. Um, literally like not even 15 minutes ago, we got an email from lovely John Fry about winter term plans of extended reopening. I feel like that's how he described it. My feelings on this decision are very strong not really agreeing with him, but that's besides the point today because that's not what we're here to talk about. We are doing a very special episode today that was actually my idea and I thought it would be very interesting. Um, We asked you guys on our Instagram for questions that you have regarding the other gender. So today's episode is going to be about girls versus guys. What do you want to know? and i believe both brandon and i have compiled a list of a good decent amount of questions that we have submitted both by you guys and that we personally have about the other gender and we're going to alternate back and forth asking each other but full disclosure Um, Our responses do not represent the general consensus of each gender. This is a very bad sample size. (laughs) Um, So these will be mostly based on our own opinion. So you guys will get a good feeling on how we think about these views. Of course, they might relate to some people. Maybe not, but just be aware of that.
0: Awesome. So, uh... I'm looking forward to this one. I'm sure it's gonna be filled with all the tea, Uh, not necessarily uh, bad tasting tea, but tea as it should be. So uh, Liz, how about we uh, break gender stereotypes and how about you ask me a question first?
1: Oh, okay. I mean, it is 2020, whatever that means. Honestly, 2020 means anything can happen. (laughs) So my first question is a little random. Um, It's one that I came up with and one that like, always has bothered me because i've noticed this so much but why do guys spit in public or just spit on the street
0: okay so uh, thinking about guys spitting on the street in the age of covid is absolutely disgusting however i think guys spit on the street whether it be like a loogie or something because they don't want to swallow uh what's in their mouth Uh, Like, loogie-wise, because it just doesn't feel really good. However, I'm not a huge fan of doing that. I think uh, if you get a loogie, or if you're, like, coughing up to the point where you need a haka loogie on the ground in public, you probably shouldn't be out in public, you know? Um, I think the point of men just spitting on the ground to begin with is just to... to. A knee-jerk reaction to, like, not having to walk around with a wad of mucus in your mouth, you know?
1: Okay, but, like, how often does that happen where guys have, like, a wad of mucus in their mouth? I feel like if that happens, they're probably extremely sick. But I see guys, like, for example, running outside and they'll just occasionally... Or just, like, walking outside and they'll just, like, turn around and just spit, like... I mean, girls have to swallow all the time I and mean, guys always complain about girls spitting person swallowing, but they can't do that out in public. Uh, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm a huge purveyor and uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not going to personally spit what's in my mouth on the ground because that's just number 1 bad manners and number 2 hygiene but number 3 you look really f- disgusting just doing that like it's almost like did your parents raise you the right way that you're not you're not spitting on the ground it's just decent manners you know like if i uh, if i have to cough at the dinner table i'm not going to cough and get my germs all over the dinner table because that's basically what you're doing you know what they say spit spreads death so just keep that shit on the inside
1: i completely agree that's why i don't understand why guys do it so often
0: i uh i have a question for you well actually this comes from uh one of our our fans his name is will Uh, will wants to know do women look at butts as much as they assume men do
1: all right so well personally for me i'm short so i guess the guy's butt is at my eye level no i'm just kidding i don't think i do okay this might come off a little arrogant but i definitely look at my butt more often than i look at anybody else's including guys i'll <laughs> i'll look at a guy's butt if it's like prominently like there then i'll be like wow like And which usually is, like, baseball players. But, personally, for me, I feel like I don't look at guys' butts more, like, as often as guys probably look at girls' butts. But, I mean, that's just me. I can't speak on behalf of all other girls. But I feel like, generally, guys would look at a girls' butt more often.
0: See, I, I, I don't like look at women's butts only because of the fact is I'm scared like you know like if I do like it's a gr- like great day like you know just if I accidentally look in that general direction and it's a butt is there I feel like somebody's gonna like judge me hardcore for it no I wasn't staring at her butt I was just enjoying the scenery around the butt like you know uh it's like I just I think it's just not good to be staring at anybody anymore you know
1: i agree. So my next question from you actually comes from another um viewer who answered our Instagram, uh, Hannah Graybill. All right, she asks, the cuddling, the hanging out together, the and laying next to each other, that part of a relationship, do guys miss those parts versus the not sexual parts of relationships?
0: For me, absolutely. Okay. Um I can't there's this one girl, uh, I won't say her name, but, uh, I was very much so in love with her, you know, and, uh, that the sexual aspect was there and it was amazing. Um, but I genuinely just missed the times where we would just lay together in bed, listening to Mac Miller and watching old reruns of, uh, Kenan and Kel on late night, uh, Nick at night, you know, it's the small things that really, that we miss, at least, it least in my eyes, um, the sexual part of it, it's just a very small portion of it. And I, I genuinely value the non-sexual part more than the sexual part. Uh, like I said, uh, most of the best memories I've had with my significant others have just been us together, not doing anything, just sitting there, jamming out to music, talking about life, talking about what our future with quotations around it looks like together. it's just um, it's something that you can look back on and think what like wow those were the days like um, I don't know man just certain things so I think too many people uh, romanticize the sexual aspect of relationships entirely too much where they think it's uh, people should only focus on that. Yes, it's great but I've I personally value the non-sexual relationship more than anything. What that about,
1: yeah, that makes sense. But what about while you're in the relationship with them? Because you're speaking from the past of um, not being in that relationship with that person anymore. But like, while you're in the relationship with them, while you still have access to all the non-sexual oh, parts, do you miss 100%. it?
0: Do I still miss that? Absolutely. Number one, I'm 26 years old and I'm still not, just, I'm still, I'm okay to say that sex scares and makes me nervous so much. <laughs> Um, just like everything leading up to it. So like, I, I value like, uh, just when it's not that, you know, because it's like, everything's going good. I don't have to focus on that certain thing. My mind's away from that. My mind is in the here and the now with the person I love and really care about. Um, so yeah. Interesting. (laughs) What is your thoughts on that?
1: Um, well, like as a girl, like who tends to be very more emotional, Yes, I definitely do appreciate the small things and all that part like the non-sexual parts too cuz I kind of agree with you. I'm like it's sex is like sometimes scary to think about. And yeah, yeah so I like the non-sexual part and especially being a girl where um you have to face the reality of being sexualized a lot. Sex can be intimidating or make you feel like some sort of way at least for me so having those moments where it's just about you the connection between two people not anything physical but definitely more emotional is definitely like holds a lot more value to me
0: just think about it like you got in that relationship with that person not for the sex in the perfect in the perfect situation but because you really vibed with their with their personality and with the things that they did so if you don't miss that about the person that you were once with then why were you even with them to begin with
1: exactly
0: i have a deep question for you All right. This is something coming from me. This is from personal experience. uh, So I apologize ahead of time. But your boy's been hurt a lot. Your boy's been hurt a lot. So here we go. Uh, Me
1: too. Your girl's been hurt too.
0: (laughs) Does it hurt as much for you when you fall in love with the wrong person?
1: Okay. I don't believe you fall in love with the wrong person. Because I think everything happens for a reason and I mean I feel kind of hypocritical for saying this and with situations that have been happening to me but obviously I know that they're all gonna be temporary and I'm gonna grow for them and then this relates to that too I feel like nothing is a mistake if you don't if you learn from it so like it's just one like i'm quoting wizards of waverly place here but you're one heartbreak closer to your true love even if you feel like it's a mistake or like you fell in love with the wrong person
0: that that honestly like makes a lot of sense like uh uh heartbreak is just heartbreak is just a step on the way to finding like true love like you said so like um I'm just glad that you have that same, uh, you have that same outlook because I can't tell you how many times I've just thought to myself, like, wow, like I was so massively in love with this person, but it turns out that she wasn't in love with me or, or I found out that I wasn't truly in love with her. And it makes me feel like I'm a, I just wasted like eight months of my life, you know?
1: Again, like I said before, like nothing is a mistake if you learn from it and i feel like every heartbreak is a lesson of what you like what you don't like what you want and everything yeah so i don't think you fall in love with the wrong person it might be at the time when you reflect on it not what you want at the moment or what you want now but at the time when you did have those feelings again you can't control your feelings if they're there they're there (laughs) unfortunately
0: and homie they're there a lot home your boy is a hopeless romantic um i don't know what it is but i've always i just want to i just want to sweep a woman off of her feet treat her right get married and grow old with her and have like three kids together i don't know side note side i note. wish that was
1: the uh, general consensus here um haven't been finding that lately <laughs> all right anyways (laughs) my question so i saw a while ago and i always think about this i saw like a twitter meme post thing that said somewhere that something most girls don't know about guys is how desperate they are for compliments and then they kind of like tailed it off saying that if a girl so if a girl gives a guy a compliment he basically like Fall's head over heels for her and I want to know if this is true.
0: All right, so Here we we're gonna get a little self-deprecating really quick. I am I don't think I am the most attractive man in the world I'd give myself a solid three out of ten but uh I think that when I do get a compliment I think that women are just f***ing with me, they're, or they're just trying to be nice. Uh, but uh, I can I can tell when the sincerity is there, you know? Um, and so when you do compliment me, absolutely. I'm going to fall head over heels for you, because it's just something I don't usually get. I don't really get the compliments that, I don't know, somebody that doesn't have the past like me has, or somebody that just doesn't look feel like me has, you know? um i i do enjoy compliments 100 percent. and if you are going to compliment me you better be ready to wine and dine because uh homie's falling
1: so i have like two things for based off of that then is there a specific type of question or not question compliment you like to receive like about a physical or certain like characteristic part because i know for me there's definitely a difference between what people compliment me on and how I feel about that, but I could get into that later. I
0: generally like it. So I think my best feature—this just sounds so freaking weird—uh, I are my eyes and my hands. So uh, I've had women compliment my hands that, and like we've wound up like dating for like my last girlfriend. She complimented my hands, and we dated for six months. You know. Um, but that's not why we stayed together, obviously. I've ha- obviously. I have
1: such a good pick pickup line you can use when someone. <laughs> <laughs> compliments your well, hand. Uh,
0: but um, <laughs> uh, I if so if you compliment me something like if you do, if I'm getting complimented on those physical fact- factors that I just mentioned, absolutely, uh, 100. But uh, I really like if somebody's mentioned something like about my personality, like wow, like I never really would have thought that about you, or like wow, like you are an amazing listener, or. Brandon like you just have like this personality. I I've heard on numerous times Brandon, you have this personality that I just can't get my finger on, but I just love it. I've heard that three times. Three separate times. It's like they like me for my personality, but they don't know why. Because as my roommate says, Brandon, people either really f- love you or they really f- hate you. So, there's that.
1: <laughs> okay, and then my second like sub question based on this question is so i feel like when i interpreted this like fact that when i saw it was that so based on male stereotypes they i feel like the reason why a lot of guys don't receive a lot of compliments or like appreciate them like so much more is because they kind of have like it goes through work ethic for me i feel like um society places an expectation on males that they should be doing a good job on what they do and their craft and like working and everything so that's why men don't get as much compliments on like the work that they do because it's expected for them to like succeed in it because of like obviously like unfortunately like patriarchy and all that so yeah i don't know any thoughts on that
0: uh i think that i agree with that 100 percent. that men are expected to upheld this certain position where uh we're not supposed to be complimented uh so when it does happen where it's like wow you know so it means like that much more um let me give you an example like my stepdad uh love him shout out to todd Todd is a man of many, very few words, you know? So uh, I didn't really get many compliments growing up. But about six weeks ago, uh, he called me on the phone just to tell me that he was proud of me. And that was, like, the most absolutely, like, best feeling in the world. Because when you don't get those compliments all the time, it's like... It just means so much more, all right. so I have a question for you, as you know. This is a going back and forth kind of thing. What are some major turnoffs for for men for you?
1: Oh, okay. well, for me, we'll start with basic ones for me that I feel like are generally for most people smoking. my number one um, cigarettes specifically, okay. not weed or anything that, like, I can deal with, um, but smoking cigarettes for me is a big no-no, um, you're basically, like, <laughs> killing yourself, <laughs> or, like, it's not healthy for me, and, yeah, so, and the smell and everything, and I've just had a lot of, um, family members in the past who've done that, and, yeah, it's just not my cup of tea, um, okay personality wise yeah, entitlement i won't yeah entitlement and arrogance i uh, don't like if you think you're better than someone else obviously like no um see here's the deal with me like i most girl or like you get that stereotype where like girls fall for like the Bad guy because they think they can fix them. My mind is all over the place right now, so there's probably like a lot that I do feel strongly about, but I just can't think. But I don't know, there's like because I was gonna say someone who doesn't express their emotions, but then also I'm just like, I feel like I can get like I can push them to like express them, so like, which is bad because I know I shouldn't be with someone if I think I can fix them like it's a two-way thing for that but yeah so going off of that like someone who doesn't know how to express their emotion who isn't emotionally like very aware or doesn't know how to like control them well because for me to connect with someone if they're like really cold and just like rational in a sense and I can't gauge how they feel like I feel like I can't establish a connection with that. I don't know if that's a turn... That's a turn off. I don't know. Yeah, but mostly it's like... Arrogance, entitlement. That's the big personality issue for me. I'm sorry I can't come up with more. I have to... This is a question I have to, like, think deeply about, I'm sure. Oh, I have another one. <laughs> Someone who can't live in the moment. And by this... Okay, so here's some backup history for you. In the beginning of twenty twenty I took a social media break and I'm like basically about to go on another one right now. I deleted all my socials for a good like month or two and I noticed a lot and so I don't enjoy people who get caught up in it and unfortunately like I can't control that like obviously like I'm not gonna say if you have like this and that like I'm not gonna date you obviously like I don't want to be that controlling but I noticed that when I deleted it every time I hung out with a group of friends like for example we'd go to a restaurant and sit down and before the waiter comes with the menus or anything everybody sat there in silence whipped out their phones and just scrolled through tiktok instagram whatever and like of course i didn't have any of that so i literally just sat there staring at them trying to like hold a conversation and it was the most annoying thing ever so i don't like being obsessed with your phone and that and not giving me attention which sounds like Bad, but
0: like, yeah. I, uh, I agree completely. I dated a girl, uh, her name was... B- but she was very much so obsessed with, uh, her phone. So, like, we would go out, go out to different places, and as soon as we sat down, that was the first thing that she popped out was her phone. And then she'd be snapping or Instagramming the entire meal and, like, getting videos of me and her together, but, like, put the phone away and it wasn't there. So, like, she wasn't... She was... technically. I'd say she was living for the likes. Like, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. And that that's just a huge turnoff for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. (laughs) All right. So my next question is what is something that most guys in general are insecure about
0: for us? I think just how we look with the other person that we're with. So, uh, if, so I've dated, uh, women that I've, uh, that have looked far better, far, far better than me. Um, and i always get the response with like a uh, bro this is coming from like friends and stuff like they'll be like bro you know she's not with you for your for your looks right that's a straight personality thing and like that gets in your head right so even if i i am what she's looking for in a guy i'm going to think wow i am the i just got lucky and i am ugly that she's just here for my personality you know and i think a lot of guys are like that um yeah
1: okay so like obviously like I this doesn't speak for all girls this is me and something I'm trying to deal with too and I think it has a lot to do with just the culture I'm raised in but I feel the same way not that I'm insecure about who well okay yes so I will be one to admit that if I'm looking for a partner, like, say, and I don't know anything about them, I, like, I go for superficiality, like, first off, like, looks and everything, and I am very concerned no. about what?
0: Who doesn't do that, though? Like, that's, that's the whole point yeah. of Tinder. It's not going off of, like, their bio. It's going off of how they look.
1: Like, I've liked people, like, have major crushes on people, and it's usually based off of friendships. Like, the people that I have crushes on that are, like, definitely not my type come from friendships because I know their personality well, and they're obviously people I want to date, but I had this whole situation last year where I really liked this guy, but I couldn't get... Well, I was also very, like, going through a lot of s*** too, so, like, I didn't think it would be well for me to date, but, um... It's, like, because my parents and Asian culture, like, they set, like, how they, like, arrange marriages and shit is, like, based on family and prestige and everything. And I feel like I have to marry a doctor or someone good-looking, someone classy and preppy. For my parents yeah. and for the family. Yeah, so, I like, it sucks, though, because I feel like I stop myself from getting into a good relationship with someone I'll actually be happy and vibe with because I'm too stuck and stubborn on trying to find someone that will uphold a good reputation for me and my parents. Uh, so you yeah.
0: mentioned that, like, you have to find people that are, like... um who your parents would be, like, okay with, you know, right? So, like, I, I agree with that 100%. I feel like my my mom would rather have me date my family, let's say, would rather have me bring home a, I don't know, uh, a Kaylee Cuoco or, like, a Taylor Swift, but I would much rather bring home, like, a a Halsey. Does that make sense? And so I find myself yeah. having to hide... And that, if you know me, you know that's my personality 100%. Um, I find myself having to hide these specific people from my parents. So, like, I've been in some deep relationships, but the rents don't know that, like, because it's not something that they would approve of, you know? But it's 2020, taking my life back. It's,
1: yeah, and, like, I've had, like, friends before that, like, have met my parents, and, like, the first thing they ask them is, like, where do you go to school and are, stuff and then like some of the friends i've introduced them to it like aren't in school like because of like financial issues or like anything and then my parents like i can tell they're like wary of me hanging out with them and like the only like for one of my friends the only reason why my parents liked them was because they were of the same culture as me so like they felt like they could understand so like they had that in the back pocket to like be able to be accepted by my parents but yeah so I get that pressure too like I feel like I'm expected to date some sort of person
0: I agree um wait till like uh, I've had uh, girls not tell their parents my like, my last name uh for a while uh so they'll just tell them I'm branded and then the the surprise that they get when I walk into the, the house with a with their with their daughter and they're dating a, a brown kid uh a big brownie. So it's, it is what it is. It is but what it all is. All right, I got a question it's for all
1: you. All right, I got a question for you. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: thank you. Uh, how would you feel if a man asked you to take charge in a relationship?
1: Okay. In what sense, exactly?
0: Any
1: sense. See, I feel... Ugh. So there's two ways to approach this for me. Okay, so I'm very much a control freak, which I, like, kind of have to work on. So in that sense, I'd be very happy <laughs> about that because i I'll be like, I can do whatever I want. But, like, also me being a really big empath I would feel really bad if I made all the decisions and I'm very indecisive because of that so like I'm a control freak so I would like that but I'm also very indecisive because I care too much about what other people think so if I make a decision where I don't think that he would like or appreciate I wouldn't suggest it because I would I'm more of a people pleaser so I wouldn't like being in that control because I don't like because if i'm in a relationship i don't want a bitch. I want a partner <laughs> so uh
0: i think there's a, a good halfway point because like i'm i don't want to say that's that that sounds horrible it sounds okay if you say it, but if i say it, it's absolutely horrible i'm not looking for somebody that's trying to be submissive the entire time like if i give input and i ask for your input tell me what's up bro like uh if uh, if i'm doing something stupid call me out you know um but at the same time i also see i'll do
1: that like and i think you know pretty well from our friendship that i don't sugarcoat (laughs) i'm very blunt about things so like that that part is no problem for me it's like little decisions on like where do you want to eat or like do you want to do this or that i'm like you like i'll do whatever because i don't want to like because i always feel bad if i make someone do something that they don't want to do so
0: on yeah. the point of Liz not sugarcoating things I can attest to that uh, she's <laughs> saved me from two uh, po- very bad re- possibly very bad uh, relationships and she wasn't sugarcoating it at all when she told me what was up so shout out to you Liz
1: I keep it real
0: <laughs> keep it real sometimes it's just like alright I gotta listen cause she's telling me what's up but I appreciate it so much <laughs> And that is a wrap, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll see y'all again next week.
1: And remember, you don't need to cover your ears when you wear a mask to listen.